Well, if you have your Bibles, turn with me to the book of Joshua. Joshua chapter 1. Uh, you can get your Bible however you enjoy that, whether it's electronically, on your device, your phone, your smartphone, your not-so-smartphone, however you do that. Uh, or you can grab the Bible in the pew in front of you, turn to Joshua chapter 1, and we're only going to read verse 9. And uh, it's going to, today is, is a bit of a different day. One is I, I've got the, the uh, music stand here because I've somehow injured my leg, uh, my knee, so I'm, I'm not going to attempt my usual up and down the stairs and wandering around. I'm going to kind of be fixed a little more if that's all right. And today is also our kind of annual celebration. You probably heard in my prayer that our church calendar year runs from June 1st to May 31st. And so uh, today, traditionally in the Church of the Nazarene, we give a report. Now, we're not going to do all the reports. I'm just going to give one, and it's going to kind of be a report mixed with a sermon. And uh, we're going to have that. But if you are interested in things, we'll, we'll let you know just a little bit more about the reports and where you can find those here in just a moment. But would you stand? And uh, the Scripture is also on the uh, back screen here. So you can read it along with me if you would like. But hear the word of the Lord from Joshua chapter 1, beginning at verse 9. Have I not commanded you, be strong. Look to the person on your right and say, be strong. And courageous. Look to the person on your left and say, and courageous. All right. Be strong and create courageous. Look uh, either way and tell that person to be strong and be courageous. Come on. All right. Do not be afraid. Keep telling whoever you want to say. Say, do not be afraid. Look to somebody and say, do not be discouraged. Here's why. For Yahweh your God will be with you wherever you go. Tell somebody that. Yahweh your God will be with you wherever you go. Alright, good. Father, bless this time together. And may this passage take on new meaning for us and be our challenge for this year. For we ask this in your name. Amen. You may be seated. So I wanted to start my annual report with this passage in particular because it leads up to the battle of Jericho. The book of Joshua begins with the phrase, not this phrase, but verse chapter 1, verse 1 begins with, after the death of Moses. So we know that something is changing here. Something is happening that will bring the hope for future closer to fulfillment. If you're not familiar with this story, let me fill you in. It begins with Exodus and Yahweh's dramatic rescue of the Hebrews from Egypt. If you're not familiar with that story, you can watch the Ten Commandments. You can watch the Prince of Egypt. You can watch some of those movies that are out there that will tell you a little more about the story. But needless to say, they cross the Red Sea on dry land. And then they spend time in the wilderness before coming through the... uh, What is going on here? Uh... Before, uh, before coming to the promised land. 
But when they get to the promised land, the people show that even though they were delivered through Yahweh, splitting the Red Sea, they did not yet fully trust in God. So God does the most loving thing that God could do. God leads them back out into the wilderness, and for 40 years, Yahweh provides for them. Until they know and learn that they are able to trust God and that God will be with them wherever they go. So now Joshua is the leader. And God assures him and reminds him with these words, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For Yahweh your God will be with you wherever you go. So in this passage, and in my report, this causes us to look back. But the passage, and I hope my report, really wants to draw us into the present looking forward rather than always just looking back. So let's look back first. So first, I cannot even begin without thanking my leadership team of elected church board members. So will you all please stand up and let us thank you, Ray Jenkins, Keith Hurt, Bob Ingersoll, Keith, uh, uh, Steve Lyle, Charlie Rice, Owen Blau, Steve Huneke, Sherry Sackett, Scott Williams, Carla Hurt, Kimber Shore, and Julie Jenkins. I know some are on vacation, but if you're here, would you stand and let us thank you today? Thank you. Your tireless effort has been a huge help to me and to this church. So thank you for all that you have done. I want you to know that the department heads and uh, the daycare and treasurer's report are available at the Welcome Center after the service. If you want to see the written reports from this past year, you're welcome to take one of those. If we run out, uh, let me know and we'll make sure more are printed off. Um, if you're not a reader, but you're interested in the reports, we'll have video reports available in the next few days or weeks, either on our YouTube channel or our Facebook page. So you can check those out as well. I also have to thank my staff. Laura Jennings was with us for the first half of the year, and then Deidre Marks took over in October. I think Laura is helping in the nursery today, and Deidre is on vacation. So hopefully they will listen to the podcast and be able to uh, hear my express thanks. I could not do what I do, nor could I be effective in ministry if it weren't for these wonderful women assisting me over this past year. They have done so much to ensure the success of C3 NAS. So thanks to both uh, for your help and care for the church. Can we give them a thank you for all that they do? Boy, I picked a great day. I think everybody's on vacation today uh, or assisting with children. Jen Harding has been a wonderful asset to this church for a long time. She leads our daycare ministry and has a great passion to see families from our We Care Center come to know Christ through the ministry of our, of our daycare. She guides the teachers and staff of our We Care Center, and I am glad for the time and effort she puts into not just leading them administratively, but also spiritually. She sets up Bible studies and programs for them to go through, and she is there for them when they need help. Uh, many of them are very young and just in college, and Jen is a great mentor to them. Uh, I get to lead kids in chapel once a week. It's a highlight for my week. Uh, I wish you could see them all bouncing around down here. It's like a mini mosh pit. And uh, and we just have so much fun uh, together. So thank you, Jen, for loving these families and loving our church family. And thank you for all that you do. Can we give her 
Uh, thanks. Um, lastly, or, and one more person, no thank you list would be complete without thanking Lori. Um, the time you spend encouraging and helping and loving me is not able to be expressed in words, although I'm trying. <laughs> I'm glad that we get to live life together and that we get to be here together. I know that the Church of the Nazarene does not hold ma- marriage to be a sacrament, but I receive so much of the grace of Christ through you that I think sometimes we got that one wrong. So thank you for all your help and courage, encouragement that you provide and that uh, the ways that you help with Jackson and all the things that we do together. I love you and thank you so much. So 2017-2018 began with Pentecost Sunday. What a great day to launch a church year. The birthday of the church. This year, Christ has allowed me the privilege of preaching to you 46 times out of the 52 weeks. What a journey. We have preached through the Gospel of Mark, Genesis 1-3, through the Ten Commandments. We participated in our Nazarene Advent series during Advent and Christmas time. And much, much more. What a great year it's been. I've, I have so enjoyed, I love the times that I get to, to say, this is the Word of the Lord and preach to you. I hope you enjoy it even just a quarter as much as I do. It is so much fun. This year, I was able to have some great assistance in preaching. Pastor Phil Stout, who I'm sure you've enjoyed, was one of them. He'll be called upon again to preach at a later date. But I've also had the privilege of hearing and presenting to you Joe Savage. Uh, I am so encouraged to know that Jesus is still calling quality young people to follow Him and to minister in the Church of the Nazarene. I want you to know that Joe will receive his first district license as a minister in the Church of the Nazarene on Monday, July 16th at District Assembly. Now, District Assembly this year is, is called Mission Advance. And so I want you to plan to attend. It will be on the Monday night at the ordination service. I, I think it begins at 7, but show up at 6 just in case. And uh, be a part of that to show Joe support as he receives. We have recommended him for his local license. Then we recommended him for district license. And so this is our journey together. We should be there to support Joe during that time. So thanks, Joe and Phil, for your help this year in, in preaching time. I have helped lead worship for 50 of the 52 services we had this year. I want to take this opportunity to say thank you to every person who has given of their time and talent this year to make our worship uh, services a true experience of God's presence. To the instrumentalists, the vocalists, the sound guys, and the tech crew, to Scott Williams and Dave Shore, who installed a new presentation software, and to those who make the presentation slides look amazing, thank you. To Debbie Hines and Ray Jenkins, who picked the songs to free up my time, and to our many wonderful scripture readers who read the written Word of God with passion and enthusiasm. Thank you so much. To the ushers and greeters and all who helped set up communion, thank you. To Jim DeYoung, who helps set up our Lenten cross and prepares the baptistry every time we use it. Thank you so much. Speaking of baptisms, did you know that we baptized 23 people this year? I think that's a good thing. That's a wonderful thing. 23 people said yes to receiving the grace of baptism this year. I want to ask, have you? If not, 
Why not? Jesus commanded us to be baptized in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. If you say Jesus is your Lord, how can you not follow this one simple command? We'll have another service soon, probably towards the end of this summer. Will you say yes this time? This is important. This is not just an option. This is something we are called to. Will you say yes? It's it's an exciting time, an exciting service, and we want you to be a part of it. There are so many volunteers who help this church meet its goal. Thank you to Sunday school teachers of all ages. Thank you to Melody Smith and Holly Patterson and all the children's team church workers. Thank you to the nursery staff. Thank you to Deb Shannon and the prayer team. Thank you to all our small group leaders. Thank you quizzing helpers and leaders. Thank you, Mom, for the encouragement and all that you do for the church. Thank you to all who bring snacks for the Coffee Cafe and for Dave Hammer who sets it up every Sunday. I hope I haven't forgotten anybody, but if I have, thank you for what you do here. You're making a difference, and as your pastor, I truly, truly appreciate it. It helps us in what God wants to do here. Last summer, we had our usual summer camps, uh, which you all helped give towards. So now I'm going to change roles. I'm also the chairperson of the Indian Lake Nazarene Camp Governing Board. So in that role, I say thank you for your gifts and helping. Uh, Your generosity made C3NAS able to help every child and teen who wanted to attend camp have some access to doing that. My son loved camp so much that by January he was asking when he could go again. So he's excited to go. If you haven't gone to one of our Indian Lake Nazarene summer camps, you need to go. Send your kids, send your grandkids, send your teenagers. Uh, It is a place to encounter Christ. And it is a great, great ministry. Please, please make that a priority. In August, again, uh, through the generosity of so many of you, You helped me complete my two-year journey at the Center for Action and Contemplation. I graduated from the living school there after an intense, life-changing two-year study of the experiential tradition of our Christian faith. Instead of calling it a graduation, we were sent. It is a school about life in and with God. So you never know at all. So we don't graduate. You are sent off to learn more. We didn't receive a diploma to show that we had achieved. We were given an ancient symbol of a servant. This is, this is it here. This is, this is what I worked so hard for two years for. This right here. It is a deacon's stole. It is the symbol of a servant. I want you to hear this. I think this is so important. We were shown through these two years... That we are never masters of Christ. We are servants of Christ. So simple. And yet it can be so easily forgotten. So thank you to all of you who made this possible. To the church board who said yes. To the funds that were set aside out of budgeted giving for my conferences. For those of you who helped with transportation there and back. I appreciate it so much. I'm a better follower of Christ because of this opportunity to be involved here. So thank you so much. 
This fall, we had the privilege of participating in Kalamazoo United. This was an amazing event that brought Protestants and Catholics together to celebrate what we hold in common. We declared the Nicene Creed, we sang songs, we passed the peace of Christ to each other, and celebrated that Jesus is Lord. I will never forget what it's like. I have it videoed on my phone. To see 3,000 Protestants and Catholics sharing the peace of Christ and welcoming one another together. Every time I see it, it just brings me to tears to think about all. I I got to be a part of that planning team with all the other pastors and priests around the Kalamazoo area. What a beautiful, beautiful time. In fact, when the very intellectual Lutheran minister that I was standing next to leaned over as we were singing the doxology and I saw that tears were flowing from his eyes and he said, I know I'm an intellectual, but man, this just gets me. I knew, I knew that Christ was present. It was a beautiful service. And I want to let you know that this year, Kalamazoo United will not have a big service, but we're going to do a big serve for our city. So we're going to get ready to to bless our city, Protestants and Catholics together, and go and work and minister in our cities with work projects and serving. That's going to be the last Saturday of October. So I need you to be ready. I need you to be bold and be courageous as we go this fall to serve in the name of Christ to our city. Will you join me in that? That's going to be a good thing, a big thing for us. At Christmas, we did our traditional pancakes with Santa, but something was different this year. Laurie Wiesner connected us with her employer, the Beckwith Financial Group. They decided to partner with us and Haverhill Elementary to provide an event for people to come and celebrate Christmas. For many people, this was their first encounter with the real reason for Christmas. Sure, Santa was there. Thank you, Santa, who shall remain nameless. But we got the opportunity to share the story of Jesus coming to show us what God looks like. This year, we had over 250 people come to Pancakes with Santa. And more importantly, some of those people who attended that event are now regular attenders here at C3NAS. So thank you, Lori, and all the volunteers who made this possible. That was a great event. And that same crew was on hand for our Easter egg hunt. And surprise, surprise, we had another incredible event and more people than we have ever had. Again, people who attended this event are now regular attenders. And a few of them have reached out and inquired about joining the church. That's why we do these things. And that's why it's important for you to be involved in these things. Because this is where people come to encounter the church and stick around. If you miss this opportunity, we'll be making the... uh, uh, Oh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm jumping ahead here. So thank you again for volunteers, Lori, Kimber, and all of you who helped make those things possible. So now let's shift toward the present and towards the future. On the, uh, on the last of April, we hosted Stefan and Sandra Tibby as our missionaries. While I wanted you to know what, would, what was going on and what they were doing in the Eurasia region, I had an ulterior motive. I wanted them to host a prayer retreat weekend for us. As we move into the future together, it is only possible if we do this through prayer. As, uh, and Stefan has such a beautiful and simple way of approaching prayer. So those of you, those 40 of you who attended know this very well. If you missed the opportunity, we'll be making those recordings available. They are powerful and effective, very simple teaching on how do we pray? 
How do we bring all of who we are into God's presence? And I I look forward to many of you listening to those. The next weekend after that was our Come Together conference where we shared our 10-4 vision. Ten goals in how many years? Four years. That's right. We're working on them. God is already blessing. I've shared some of those those to you. But as I move to uh, this report to a close, this is where I feel we need to come back to our passage from Joshua. The last of our ten four goals is the only one that we must participate in all four years. We are praying that in 2018 and 19, God would help us to have 180 visitors and that we would be able to see 15% of them stay because they encountered the risen Jesus here in this place. This means that we must be praying for how we, everybody say we, how we can invite people to come to church with us. I know that for many of you, that is flat out scary. It's just as scary as being called to go against a walled city of Jericho or cross a river in flood stage. So remember our passage. Everybody say, be bold. Be courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For Yahweh your God will be with us wherever you go. The Hebrew people in Joshua's day had to show their trust day in and day out. This is Joshua chapter 6 if you want to read this later on. They had to prepare to go against their first battle, Jericho, a fortified city with massive walls. They had no battering rams. They had no catapults. But God said, be bold and courageous. So they went. But then they had to cross the Jordan River at flood stage. They had no boats or rafts. People did not swim. Joshua told them to take the Ark of the Covenant forward into the river. When the priest's foot entered the river and not a moment sooner, the waters rolled back. They were told to march around the city one time per day in total silence for six days and then on the seventh to march seven times and wait for the command. Can you imagine doing this little by little every day? Facing your fears for six days and then seven times in one day and waiting. Yet they did just this. And they shouted the praise of God. And the walls fell and the city was theirs. Without battering rams, without catapults, just facing their fear and trusting in God. Following the words, be bold, say be bold, be courageous. This is important. This little thing, whether it is once a day or seven times in one day, we are going to begin to learn to face our fear of inviting folks to come. And we have to do this. We believe that they belong here. How can we not do this? So the question is now, will we? Are you afraid to ask someone to join you for church? Why is that? What are you afraid of? Can you face it this year? Will you trust God to be with you wherever you go? Will you be bold? Will you be courageous? You don't have to be rude or arrogant to be bold and courageous. Just trust 
God and share what God has done in and for you. If someone says no, will you commit to not being discouraged? Will you ne- we will never reach the promised land without facing our fears. God has helped us through so much. He has never left us, never forsaken us. How can we not trust? Do you enjoy Cross Community Church? Some of your friends might too. Why don't you try? Just ask. This year, we'll be marching around our Jericho, okay? Now, I'll be teaching. I'll train you about how to invite people. In fact, we've already begun with our short series a couple weeks ago. You have to learn your story. You have to share what God has done for you and in you. It may come one day and one march around a city at a time, but God will help us. We want to see this happen, don't we? This is perhaps the most important of all of our 10-4 goals. Will you help us reach this goal? It's as simple as asking, who can I invite? Or setting a goal for yourself to not come to church alone, either as an individual or as a family. This is important. We have a great opportunity this weekend on Saturday at the Splish Splash Bash. There are already people responding from Haverhill. We need you there. You never know who you might be able to invite. Please plan to come and participate. Please be listening to God's voice. God will be with you. Speak the words that He gives to you. As we move into this next year, I don't know about you, but I want to listen to God's voice. I want to be bold and very courageous. I'm not going to be afraid or discouraged. I'm going to trust that God is with me wherever I go. I am constantly going to be asking, who can I invite? Are you ready for the great adventure, Cross Community Church? With God's help, we will see lives changed here at Cross Community Church. Won't you join me? And I submit this report to you boldly and with courage and respectfully yours. Pastor Jeff, pastor at Cross Community Church of the Nazarene. Thank you. Thank you, everyone.